Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, it's Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show or Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show. painful. (laughs) Wasn't ready for that. Welcome to the show today. It's going to be a blast. I hope that you have caught the last two days of shows. I know we here in the studio have had such a fun time making them. If you haven't, guess what's out? As of yesterday, my I Am Rahab book. I Am Rahab. Came out yesterday and we have been talking all about it. I thought to myself a couple weeks ago, man, we got to get some information out about this book. Who should we have? And a blast from my past uh, came to my mind. Rick. Walker, who's been with us the last two days, he's been interviewing me, which is kind of weird, but I love it uh, because we used to work together for several years on a different show on a different network. And we're here now. We are here. I'm going to turn it back over to Rick Walker and we are going to round out these three days. Thank you so much for listening along. Go buy. You can, you don't have to pre-order anymore. I've been saying forever. Yesterday, as of yesterday, you can buy it, buy it, go pick it up at your local bookstore or um, hashtag Amazon or um, Barnes and Noble or any anywhere books are sold. Rick, thank you so much for I've had such a blast these last two days. Uh, I am rehab out yesterday. Ray, Ray, Ray Ham. (laughs) I said Rahab. You did? Yeah. I just took a drink of water. Oh, it sounded a lot like re. Okay, maybe it is my Texan. (laughs) I am, Maybe I am Rahab. Ray, yeah. Ray, that's what I yeah, said. You better, oh, good. Congratulations. Okay. I want to play the <laughs> tape back from yesterday. I think it said, I am Rahab. You just thought it was. Really? Maybe. I you don't probably know. did. I don't know. You're super I, Texas. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, thank you so much. This is, it is a little weird. It's like me coming to your house yeah. and saying, hey, make yourself at home. Can I get you anything? But it, it, I love it. Thank you. Where's my like muffins and chocolate chip know, cookies that you should have made me? Um. So here. <laughs> We did some random questions two days ago. Yeah. All right. So I want to throw a couple of random, because we like to get to know the author. Yeah. So just some real quick random fire. Don't, we don't have to dwell on it, but um, you're, everyone has their meal specialty. I mean, you make the best. Ooh. What What is your meal specialty? Beef stew. Beef stew. Beef stew. Okay. I, okay. Yes. That is a great question. I made this beef stew. Uh-huh. Several years ago. And it and my son, like they were crying eating yes. this beef stew. I was too. I was just as shocked as they were. It wow. was okay. so, so good. And so my son, when he's had a bad day and I know he's had a bad day, I'll make him my, this is my 10 year old. I will make him beef stew. My husband requested my baby son. I mean, my boys so love the meat. That's your label. I, you are the yeah. beef stew <laughs> aficionado. <laughs> I mean, Autumn, I, can, I need the to, beef stew maestro. I need to put a recipe of my beef stew up somewhere. Okay. But I do love to cook, Rick Walker. I cook awesome. all the time. Awesome. Okay, yeah. one more quick one. Favorite yeah. dessert? Mm-hmm. Cheesecake. A, oh, chocolate eclair for me. I love chocolate eclair. I make an oh, awesome my, chocolate really? eclair. Yes. Okay. You guys, right. you and your wife got to come over. I, we got to have we, some. Okay, I want to. Um, okay. I love cheesecake. Autumn Miles. I am Rahab. Ray, yeah. Ray, 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 Ray,
I've got a few rapid fire questions. Okay, Let's okay. go through some, but what was the most difficult? I mean, the most challenging thing, because mm-hmm. when you're writing this book, mm-hmm. you're going through, you're, you're going back to some bad memories, some bad labels that mm-hmm. we talked about yesterday. What was the most difficult, challenging thing? This about is going to bring the mood way down. Oh, I'm no. just telling you. Should we skip that one? No, Come on, I, I bring think it it's on. important. We'll, I think. We'll turn I think it it's important because I think when people say, and at least this is what I thought before I started writing books, um, wow, an author, it's so glamorous, that's so whatever. Wow, she wrote a book, she got to publish. <laughs> yeah. What you don't see is that um, I had one of my staff members work for me for four years, die of brain cancer mm-hmm. during yeah. this process. I had um, a group of people that we had welcomed into our staff totally betray me and start spreading lies about me. I had a health issue that I had to overcome um, that was pretty substantial. I don't talk about that very much, but I had to overcome it. And it it took months for me to sort of get back to normal. Um, There were several attacks. Um, that happened during this process that made it hard, which which made yeah. me want to push through. Yeah, yeah. Because here we, you know, people with a platform, pastors, leaders, ministry leaders, whatever, whatever, we sort of have this false perception that, mm-hmm. oh, what could a pastor do? He just preaches on Sunday. Yeah. And that's like hysterical to me and such a lie. They go in the trenches with people and um, and help them, counsel them. They're in the word. Um, Satan attacks them, you know, and the same thing, same thing happens to anyone in ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I experienced so much heartbreak Mm. while I was writing this and, Mm. um, just several attacks, um, on me, on my family, on the ministry. Um, so it was, it was a difficult season to write it. Well, and and you address seasons in life and that leads me to the next question because everyone, I mean, if you are listening within the sound of my voice, you are going through a season or you've just been through one Yeah, or you're heading to one. But, uh, we, we always have to work through all seasons in our life. And you Mm -hmm. address this in the book. Talk about that. Why must we work through all, all seasons in our life? I love this chapter in the book. I think um, we all want a harvest season. It's like, hello, harvest. The harvest is plentiful. You know, what the scripture said, but the labors are few. It also says that because no one wants to labor these days. Uh, uh, And so I I actually pulled this from the flax. Mm. Um, Rahab hid the spies under the flax. Flax, and this is going to get a little technical on you. This is how much I studied Rick Walker. Flax has a two-year harvest period. Hmm. You have to pull the flax, then it has to dry. And then, you know, you use the flax for whatever. But during that two-year harvest season, it was about two feet high, just high enough to hide spies. Hmm. Interesting. If she was not positioned on the northeast Mm-hmm. section of Jericho, which is where they dried the flax, she would not have been able to hide the spies. Huh. The harvest for her in the flax actually paved the way for a harvest for her spiritually. I was fascinated that's, by that's that. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the bomb? Yeah. Wow. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my goodness. She was positioned. There was a purpose. In her harvest. Yeah. 
to actually pave the way for her deliverance. Mm. And I started thinking about, listen, listen to this. This is like amazing to me. Someone had to plant the seed. It it probably wasn't her. There had to be farmers that planted the seed. Then someone had to get their hands in the dirt, fertilize the seed. God had to come along and water the seed. So from the time of the actual planting of the seed to the harvest of the flax, which was up on her roof, um, there was many, many season steps and people that the flax had filtered through. Mm-hmm. I find it so interesting that the harvest season for her was the season of faith. Yeah. yeah. You don't see her dropping the seeds in the dirt. It was the harvest that was the hardest time. Mm. We, we, we don't understand these days. We want the harvest. God gave me the harvest. God gave me the blessing. God gave me the promise. But do you understand that when the harvest comes, sometimes those times in your life are the times that require the greatest amount of faith? She had to decide, am I going to hide these spies under this harvested flax or um, am I not? Mm -hmm. And it was in the harvest that she had to step out in faith the most, not sowing the seed. Satan has twisted that. Oh, I'm, I'm sowing my seed. I'm stepping out in faith. And yeah, congratulations to you. We need to sow because you sow, you, mm-hmm. you reap what you sow. Um, however, don't get it twisted. Yeah. yeah. The harvest season is going to be much more work and probably require much more faith than the seed season ever did. And I have absolutely seen that in my life. What are you going to do with wow. the harvest when it comes? Yeah. How, how are you going to, what, yeah. what infrastructure do you have in place to deal with the harvest? How, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Um, all these things um, were important issues. Wow. I am Rahab. It is out. It was released yesterday. Anywhere you can buy a book. And um, man, it's, it's inspiring. And I understand uh, in the original Hebrew, when the investigators knocked on her door mm-hmm. and, and she opened and, you know, the spies were hiding in the flax. Uh, and if you interpret it, they said, just the flax, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That was so, that was, I apologize. I was like, Feel I'll free to lean edit that out. I know your, you're like, wait, I've wait, got to check what? that Hebrew Hold out. On, I got to add that in the book somewhere. That, that's, wow. That's, uh, wow. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, okay. Back to a dull okay, moment. No, I am Rahab. Uh, okay. Here's something else. I want to yeah, talk, can okay. we talk about this? We Absolutely. can't skip a season. Um, I think that, uh, skipping, like, like I keep going back to this harvest because I work with a bunch of millennials and God bless them. I love them. (laughs) I I think that they get, they get a lot of, of flack and it's, it's bad. Yeah. However, they, they're, they, they, I I say, I, I, you know what? Forget everything I said about millennials. We, we, we want to go viral. We want a thousand followers, 10,000, a hundred thousand followers overnight. We want success overnight. We want, um, like I said before, all the blessings, but you cannot sit, skip a season. You have to do the work. Um, and, I, and I just wanted to, to bring that up because I think, especially the younger generation, they're wanting success with no mm-hmm. work. And that's not a biblical principle. Going viral is not yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Stewardship yeah. is. Yeah. Stewardship. There is. you go. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, Autumn, because this was so cool. When I was reading the book and I came to that first, you had some uh, like questions and some thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's I thought, man, this is a perfect tool for small groups, for Bible studies, 
Uh, I don't. Do you want to just mention that real quick, or or yeah. add on to that before the next question? The publisher actually came to me and they were like, "Hey, Autumn, these books are not these questions at the uh, back of the, you have the ARC version, which is the advanced readers' copy for our listeners." Okay. Um, after they sort of read the manuscript, they were like, "These questions are like not." back of the chapter questions okay they said we need to move all these questions to the back of the book (laughs) because they said we feel like if they get stuck on a question they might not they'll miss the flow of the book right okay and so i was super happy with that because i wanted to do a study guide anyway there's questions in the back there is is deep questions Mm -hmm. like not like it ponder questions which is um, done intentionally so that it can be used as small group material yeah, yeah. Um, for, for anyone to go through. Well, one, one question we would be remiss to, to if we did not address this. Rahab is such a fascinating character in the Bible. She's, she's such a, an amazing story. And one reason she resonated with you is she was human. Mm-hmm. She wasn't perfect. She had a a label, mm-hmm. a false title, you know, a label. And we talked about that yesterday. Um, man, she messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, she she was a harlot. Mm-hmm. Um, Not only was she a harlot, she worshipped pagan gods. Yeah. This was a woman who was like, like she worshipped pagan gods. Yeah. God, yeah. God doesn't like that. Okay. <laughs> it's not so, like the harlot is bad, but the culture that she was immersed in, pretty evil. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting here thinking, Autumn, there's a, a lot, of, a lot of people listening. We've messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're thinking, man, how can God use me? When, when that deacon board sat you down as a 21 year old and said, Autumn, you will never be used of God. Mm-hmm. What death words, what death false titles, but, but people are thinking right now, man, I've, I have really messed up. I don't feel worthy. Um, talk about how God uses us in spite of our, our bad past. I think one of the things that really resonated with me is, um, Rahab was used to being used, um, in her occupation. Mm -hmm. She was very used to having men knock at her door for one reason only. Um, Rahab didn't want to be used again. She wanted to be chosen. And if we can separate the two, I think in our Christian culture, we're so, it's so easy for us to say the word used. It's just a part of it. Like use, use, use. But I would never say, Hey Rick, can I use you to advance my whatever? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would never, I would never put it like that. Uh, You know, society speaking, it just, it just doesn't come off right. So, but we, we are placing this idea on God that he doesn't want to use us for his selfish gain. He wants to choose us to be a part of his greater story. Mm, yeah. And I think um, that's one of the things that as I look at Rahab's story, we need to be careful of saying to a non-Christian to say, God wants to use you immediately. It's going to trigger for them. Use what? Like, why? Like, why would I let someone use me and take advantage of me? God doesn't want to use us in a selfish way. He chooses us yeah, to be a part good, of his yeah. story. And so Um, I love that because if you think of her occupation, she was, she was, uh, getting used all the time. Mm. That's outstanding. Autumn Miles, the book is I Am Rahab. And we're kind of flipping the, um, flipping the the table here. I know. I'm interviewing the host of the show, which is cool. Uh, you have a chapter, I Am Integrity. Yes. Talk about that. 
Um, I was so passionate about writing this. Um, this is going to step on a lot of people's toes. Permission to step on your toes. Y'all Please know do. me. Bold Please truth, do. raw faith. Right, step. Dan? Come on. Bold Come truth, on. raw faith. Where has his integrity gone? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Where yeah. has it gone? Yeah. We look at our, our and our, I, I like to keep it. I know a lot of Christians uh, listen to the show. I like to talk about the Christian culture and like nudge that a little bit. Have you seen the headlines over the past year? Where has our integrity gone? Why in the world um, have we not clung to wisdom and clung to um, integrity? You know what? Satan's really all up in here. because I just spilled my water all over. You're getting, you're getting excited preaching. I, well, I know. No, here's, but this is so on thing. point. So on point. Integrity is yeah. something that is not valued anymore. I find people all the time. Hey, I'm stealing so-and-so's yes. Netflix that, account. Yeah. What? Yeah. And yeah. you're a believer? You're stealing. Yeah. If you take someone's password to Netflix, buy your own Netflix account for $4.99 a month, cheapskate, <laughs> and stop stealing. It is amazing to me. I, I write the story in the book, um, not that I'm perfect, and not that you're perfect either, because I feel like this struck a chord with you as well. Yeah. Um, but we have got to get back to being who that we say that we are in church outside of yeah. the, of the yeah. four walls of the church. Um, I, I did a, I went to target with my kids. This is years ago. And I was so thankful for this, um, for this example to put in the book. Uh, but I went, I went to target with my kids and here we are like, you know, go, walking around target and they're asking me for everything and it's crazy. And I'm, I'm having small group at my house that night and all this stuff. And I, I, I started to get really distracted just with all of their, um, desires, what they want and stuff like that. And we went to check out and I remember leaving and checked my receipt and I had, I didn't pay for the bottle of water that was sitting underneath my cart. And I was in such a frantic because I was running late and I had two small kids and I looked at my kids and I was like, guys, we have to go in and pay for this bottle of water. I took the bottled water back in 24 count bottled water, put it on the counter and said, I didn't pay for this. I need to pay for this. It they probably were shocked. They were shocked. Yeah. yeah what? Yeah, I believe that. That's like a freebie. Yeah. What? what? You didn't take that? And immediately it triggered in my mind, do people just steal stuff yeah. and think that that's okay just because yeah. they get away with it? Where has integrity gone? Yeah. We have got to get back to um, integrity. So, so how has writing this book changed you, your perspective? Oh, how has it changed me? Well, first of all, and it convicted the daylights out of me. Mm, yeah. Um, as I read her story, um, and, and really studied, uh, Jericho and all that kind of stuff, um, it convicted me to be who I say that I am to defeat my Jerichos, to walk into my promised land, um, to do the work, um, that I need to do to be who God is asking of me. Um, it challenged me. I can't, I can't write a book or preach a sermon or do a radio show without it totally convicting me first. And so um, it changed me in that. Um, every truth that I gleaned from her story, I tried to apply um, to my life. It was, mm. it was an awesome process. Wow. I really have fallen I, in love with writing. It's, well, even, it, it's such an easy read. You know, mm. I feel like you're right there talking to me. And the book is I Am Rahab. Autumn Miles. It was released yesterday. We have just a few minutes left, and I want to 
at least cover two more questions. Yeah. And one question is that every author, you know, and in, in this book, obviously you were inspired. You're passionate about Rahab and this topic. What is it you want the reader to walk away with? Go deeper. Go deeper. Um, it's, it's not real. It's about, it's about the Lord. Go deeper, challenge yourself. Um, I want you to challenge yourself, um, in the Lord. I want you to do the inward work that you need to do in order to become a hero. You know, um, on the seventh day, Rick, as, as, uh, the Israelites were marching around Jericho, she was Rahab the harlot. And then the walls fell and immediately she had a new identity. Mm, yeah. Immediately, wow. she was what God used to save the Israelite nation. She wasn't looked at as yeah. condemned by society. Yeah. She was looked, she was heralded a hero and, and sits in the hall of faith. I want you to do the work. She had to risk everything, risk mm, her life. Yeah. She risked her family's life. She risked everything on the word of the Lord. And if we could just enter, challenge ourselves, to risk more for the Lord and risk less for us and our selfish gain. Yeah. Um, man, that would change the world that we live in. We need people like Rahab to step out and challenge ourselves. It's not about wow. your purpose. It's about yeah. God's story. It's not about you. It's about God's story. And, and doesn't God do that? He changes titles instantly. instantly. And, and a case in point, I mean, time and time again in Scripture, you know, you're going through a season right now. You maintain your integrity. You take those godly risks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, Joseph, he went to bed a prisoner mm-hmm. and woke up a prime minister. <laughs> and God right? can turn it around like that. Yeah. And, and Rahab, boom, you know, mm-hmm. she was turned around. And we talked about the importance of identity and labels. Mm-hmm. But you can start confessing that, that new title, mm-hmm. you know, in your life. Um, so... What we've covered so much in the last three days, and it has been an so honor fun. for me so to be fun. here. Thank you so much. But I'm sure there's something that we've missed or that you thought, oh, I wish we would have covered that. What are some final thoughts about I Am Rahab? Released yesterday. I'm sure we could do a month's worth of yeah, shows and not even scratch the surface. But yeah. Um, it's funny because now that like, after the manuscript was done and they're like, you can't make any more changes. I was like, but wait, I'm sure <laughs> but I wait, find there's something. more, but wait, I could, I could study harder. <laughs> they're like, no, no, that's it. Um, but one of the things I thought was so cool is that, um, the whole concept of Boaz, um, Boaz, here we are. Like we give him so much credit. Oh, Boaz, look at him. He's the kinsman redeemer. He redeemed Ruth and, true he did he is phenomenal mm-hmm. he's like the guy that champions second chances but his mom was Rahab yeah wow and I was smacked in the face yeah. with this concept that here Boaz is getting all this credit wow yeah and who do you think raised that boy and to be gracious and keep going down the genealogy line of Jesus there yes, you go. Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, she is directly in um, the genealogy of Jesus. Yeah. I think we need to um, give Rahab more respect yeah. in the scripture because she's the one that trained Boaz to have a gracious um, outlook on the people that he came in contact with. Wow. That's powerful. Autumn, you are one of the most uh, passionate people. <laughs> 
you throw yourself in. Yeah. And I love that. I love that when we worked in in radio together and you're like my little sister. I've, I don't think I've met anyone more passionate like about grandpa. what you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bleeding. But no, but here's kidding. here's the question. Uh, so here's the question. Yeah. Uh, why is it you do what you do? Oh, my goodness. For the glory of the Lord. And you've got one minute. I know I've got one minute. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. On your bomb. show. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember that moment when my life was changed by the spirit of God. And I met I met the Lord for the very first time. And that's why I do it. It is everything I do is to show people who the true answer is, not what society says, who the true answer is. It is the name of Jesus. And I will proclaim that to the day of my death. Fantastic. Yes. It has been an amazing three days. The book I am Rahab is out as of yesterday. Autumn miles. I can't Thank believe you. it. Thank you so much. I'm like going to cry. Oh, Rick, I just adore you so oh, much. You and your you. wife. And uh, wow, he has been such a huge influence in my life. Thank you guys for listening. Go buy the book. Um, I, I am Rahab. I hope I hope some of our conversation was encouraging to you these last three days. Podcast it. Send it to a friend. We love you guys so, so much. I will be out on the road a lot this fall. So catch me at one of my events. We're actually going to be doing an event here in Dallas at one of the bookstores here um, pretty soon that I would love to see you at. We adore you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word. 100.7 FM.